Welcome to the Start to Be Great podcast. I'm your co-host, Kimmy. And I'm Anna. And if you're anything like us and you're sick of using fear as an excuse to not truly live your life, then you're in the right spot. We're here to tell you that you don't have to be great to start something, but you do have to start to be great. So today we're talking about shopping small and supporting local businesses. Yes, we uh, I went to the pet store to get some dog food last week and I saw a little flyer on the table and I said small businesses uh, down in Georgetown where we live and um, I sent a picture of you or of it to you and you're mm-hmm. like, Yep, I think you probably said bet. <laughs> and I was like, cool, let's go. Yeah, so I think that's like a really cool event. They had a, like a shop local event here in Georgetown. And it was basically, we walked into the uh, the visitor center and they had us uh, enter for a raffle, which neither of us won. But um, yeah. that's unrelated. Neither here nor there. Yes, <laughs> and it was that. basically, they gave us this map of all of the local businesses that were... Um, being involved in this this group and it was just like in the georgetown square and and near it um of like places that were being involved in the event and you just go in there and you you buy things Mm -hmm. yeah so we went into a bunch of shops that we had never been into before ones that i had like walked by and like seen and like oh that's cool but like just honestly never had gone in so it was kind of cool that it like pushed me to the level of actually entering the store and shopping with the intention to buy and support from these businesses. Yeah. And I wanted to talk about it this week on the podcast because we just had Thanksgiving. We just had all of the things we're grateful for, Mm. followed by Black Friday, which is fuck your thanks. Um, We're going to buy a bunch of things. Yeah. And uh, followed up after that is Cyber Monday, which is the day that you're listening to this right now. Um, And people are going to be spending even more money. Yes. And so (laughs) I wanted to have this podcast because I just want you to be aware of what you're buying myself included um because when i'm shopping for uh christmas presents um this is holiday shopping season now um i tend to go online so most all my family lives out of the state um and so it's really easy for me to just hop on amazon and have my gift delivered to them you know Mm -hmm. and so it's really easy for me to fall into you know big corporate you know everything and just it just buy shit online. And I wanted to be cognizant of what I'm spending my money on and where I'm spending it because I have wonderful friends that have wonderful, uh, small businesses that I would much rather spend my money at. And, um, I just, you know, I think it's a good topic to talk about. Yeah. And you know, we're not, uh, trying to be all like high and mighty. Like both of us have Amazon prime accounts. We're not, we're not saying that we don't do that. We don't, not shop online we're not holier than thou (laughs) like it's just um i have it as like a backup for i i very very much so try and avoid ordering stuff off amazon if i don't need to like if i can go pick it up in a store um because even if it's even if it's not um a small business Mm -hmm. you know the local like supplement stores or whatever um they're employing local people you know, and I mean, Amazon's a business too, so they have mm-hmm. they employ people, but I just would rather keep my money and my dollars like in my community. So that's yeah. what I try and do. Um, and yeah, it's just it's just kind of like a wake up call for ourselves included to, yeah, like you said, be more cognizant of where your money's going. Yeah, and I think it, it challenges you a little bit to to get more thoughtful with your gifts. Like thoughtful, we were yeah. we were walking through some of those stores and they had like really cool shit. And I I said this to you while we were out. I was like, man, I would have never walked into this store if, if we mm-hmm. weren't at an event like this. Like I would have never 
walked in here and yeah. I'm like really happy that we walked into some of those stores because we saw some cool shit and yeah. stuff that I want to like I just want to be involved in my community a little bit more yeah um, and then there was uh, we went to a small uh, farmers market afterwards and they had a lot of cool stuff mm-hmm. um, not just food and produce and stuff like that which is great um, but so many like small little things that I don't know I just I feel like I want to buy things for people that uh, they will use, but mm-hmm. also, like, I don't want to just contribute to, like, people owning junk yeah. that's, like, worthless. And so. it doesn't even have to be for the holidays. Like, we walked to this one booth at that farmer's market, and that lady was selling, like, um, she was a beekeeper, and she was selling, oh, like, beeswax dude. stuff. And she was she was selling, like, um, natural so deodorants, cool. which we had been just talking about because we were talking about, like, the shit we put on our bodies and, and how it's, like whatever moving past that but she had these um (laughs) she had this like really cool shit and uh i just i would rather support her than um anyone and that's like with just buying my normal beauty products not saying that you have to go natural but like you know buying what you should buying buying small (laughs) rather than you know Uh, buying your regular shit yeah well i just switched to natural deodorant like two months ago Mm -hmm. and i found a brand that i like from Mm hb but um I also hadn't seen hers, so now I want to try hers and yeah. just compare it. And if it works well, then I'll probably just continue to buy from her. Cause she's there. It's like one of those markets that's there every single week. Mm-hmm. Um, and we asked a lot of the vendors then we're like, do you come every week? And they're like, yep, every Saturday. Yeah. 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 I like it. Yeah. Um, surprisingly, a lot of a lot of cool stuff. And so the our town does a big market at the square the second Saturday of every month Mm -hmm. and so I know a lot of cities do markets like that and so this one specifically that's in what two weeks Mm -hmm. they're going to be doing um I mean it's like prepping people for Christmas presents Mm -hmm. and I'm excited to go back to that because I went to it last uh we went to it last month this well this month but you know a few weeks ago and um I wish I would have bought more from them. Mm-hmm. I wasn't even like I wasn't in Christmas present mode then, mm-hmm. so I'm excited for that. Um, I haven't bought much gifts yet because I'm like literally waiting to buy stuff at the market first. Well, I was literally processing what I wanted to buy people for um, Christmas this year, and I was talking to my friends about it, and I was realizing just how dope my friends are because mm-hmm. there was like I was talking about needing like not to give away Christmas presents but like generic ones like candles like I was looking for candles and she was like oh I, I have a candle company and like another one of my friends has like a t-shirt printing business that mm-hmm. I didn't even know anything about and I was just like holy shit how many of my friends sell things yeah. that I don't even know like that they have stuff yeah uh I have run into that a lot mm-hmm. <laughs> since launching hard charger coffee don't there's a huh dun 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 yeah there's a ton of people that are like oh i didn't even know you had a coffee company and i'm like yeah i guess i don't really talk about it as much as i should so let's talk about it okay <laughs> <laughs> so um tell tell us about hard charger like give like the general spiel like what is it so uh this year um memorial day was my last day working in the corporate world i quit my job as an x-ray tech um, and launched Hard Charger Coffee the first week of June. Um, and, you know, I'm originally from Seattle. I've been obsessed with coffee since I was a young teen. I started drinking it way too early. Mm-hmm. Um, not a fan of Starbucks. I'm just a Seattleite that likes the other kind of coffee, the mm-hmm. good stuff. <laughs> and so, um, 
you know, I wanted to do something different and I was, um, I was watching during all of the crap going down the last like, you know, few years. And I honestly, I was kind of inspired by like all the businesses that closed. Mm -hmm. I mean, they were like brick and mortar, a lot of, you know, most of it, but, um, so many, uh, businesses shut down. Mm -hmm. like permanently like 500,000 I think is the number uh, oh, wow. in the country um, because they couldn't stay open mm -hmm. and so I, I was honestly kind of inspired by that I was like I want to I'm, I'm capable and I want to do that and I know that I can bring a good product and I taught myself how to roast coffee so like I don't do like white label like it's not just like my brand on some other roasters beans like I do I physically do the roasting mm -hmm. um, so that was fun I taught myself how to do that um, still learning a lot about it every day and like I still have so much to learn about it mm -hmm. um, but yeah like it's been I mean I started from scratch I do it all by myself um, with the help of Kimmy of course <laughs> um, uh, and like I have a lot of great friends and support but um, it's a coffee company the name comes from the Marine Corps mm -hmm. hard charger was um, like picture your, and this, I'm going to tell this to you, like from a civilian kind of mindset, like picture like your favorite uncle and he's like super successful and you never get to like talk to him cause he's always so busy, but he's like really cool and he's really nice to you all the time. Mm -hmm. And then imagine him like putting his shoulder around you and being like, Hey, heart charger, I see you doing this thing over there. Like. Let me talk to you for a second, you know, and mm -hmm. just like pulling you in under his wing. And so like the, the name hard charger really like it, uh, that's what it means to me. Mm -hmm. Like it was like, uh, they believe in you kind of nickname, mm -hmm. you know? And so put that together with how everything has been the last few years. I wanted to kind of share that Marine Corps nickname with all of the Americans that, love this country mm -hmm. and are hardworking and are struggling and or figuring it out and know that like you're appreciated and that you can fucking do what you want to do mm -hmm. and do hard shit yeah. and be a hard charger and drink some great as fucking coffee. Yeah. And you know, um, it's been fun. Uh, it's been challenging mm -hmm. and I got like difficulties every single day and fun stuff every single day. And, um, and yeah, it's a it's a very very brand new small business. I'm I'm uh, living off of my savings account mm -hmm. for the most part. I've put thousands of dollars up front mm -hmm. buying beans, buying roasters, buying grinders, buying bags, mm -hmm. um, buying merchandise, um, paying for it out of my own pocket. Like I didn't take a loan out for it. Mm -hmm. And until I sell all of the things, I'm you know not making full profit off it yet. Um, it's a slow process, but, um, that's why every single order that I get, I like, I so appreciate it. And like, mm -hmm. the people that subscribe and, uh, buy it every month is amazing because mm -hmm. that makes me feel a little like one step closer to being a little bit more secure, yeah. um, in what I'm doing. Cool. Um, I want to hear more just because I'm, I'm in this with you. Like I'm <laughs> obsessed with it with you. And I just, I was really in, like, how do you, the process of starting you had to like figure out what where your beans were sourced you had to figure out like what type of roast you were looking for like mm -hmm. what like what type of beans do you use what kind of like with the roast what are you looking for with each specific roast yeah so 
I mean, I had to teach myself literally everything. I was in a coaching group. Um, I've been in two, two of them. Mm-hmm. And so luckily I had, um, I would say loose mentors because I didn't technically um, have anyone in the coffee industry teaching me how to do things. But, you know, I had friends that had already applied for like an LLC. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had like, I reached out. Um, I did a lot of networking. Um, I called established businesses. Um, there's a coffee company called Poverty Bay out of Washington where I'm from. Mm-hmm. And I called them and I spoke with the owner. And he, like, you know, he's been in coffee for almost 40 years mm-hmm. and was just, like, giving me some feedback and told me how, like, he searched for good wholesalers and, uh, like, what roasters he'd recommend and blah, 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 all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I just, I did that a few different times with different size businesses. Mm-hmm. And, I, honestly, I Googled mm-hmm. <laughs> who to find. Local. I wanted to find a uh, wholesaler in Texas. So the one I found is uh, called Cope and Trade, and it's out of... Uh, Tom Ball, which is right outside of Houston, mm-hmm. which is great because when I order it, it comes faster um, than if I were to get something from the West Coast or yeah. wherever. Um, yeah, and then I uh, like uh, it's just a it took a lot of research. Like the the beginning phase was the worst. <laughs> it was brutal. Like just going, like just doing all the comparison, like the shopping around, like looking at stuff. Um, what I did was I bought. Uh, not quite a home roaster, but mm-hmm. um, I mean it is, but it roasts them at least a bag of coffee at a time, like mm-hmm. pound at a time. And um, but I did like it would be a good sample roaster for mm-hmm. for um the future, um if it wasn't broken, because <laughs> it just did, it just died on me. Uh, but so like I bought that and I just bought um sample sizes of different beans mm-hmm. and I wasn't looking for anything in particular I wanted to very to stay very open-minded mm-hmm. but uh, I, I knew I didn't want to do Colombia or Brazil because it was the most popular uh, origins mm-hmm. for coffee and there's absolutely nothing wrong with them they make a great coffee bean I just didn't want to do the same flavor profile that all these other companies were already doing mm-hmm. and so I um, tried a bunch of different ones I wanted to stay away from like black rifle flavors and like Starbucks flavors mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I just experimented. I mixed them. Um, did, you know, I tried, uh, like my roast right now, that's a medium is, uh, Mexico and Nicaragua. I tried it as a light and a dark roast and I prefer it as a medium. Mm-hmm. Like the flavor was the best to me. And yeah. so that's kind of, I mean, I'm not like professional, like coffee sipper or like, mm-hmm. you know, if you check out my website, like I don't have like the perfect tasting notes for what coffee it's supposed to taste like and mm-hmm. all that crap. Like, I, I'm not that's not my thing um it tastes good it smells good I like it so that's kind of what I want. yeah so like trial and error until you found something that yeah. you as a coffee drinker like exactly that's- and I gave it to people and I asked them yeah and so that's kind of like um what helped me a lot was mm-hmm. I gave a lot of coffee to people yeah. I was bringing it to work and testing it out there mm-hmm. and so yeah very cool. So what's the, uh, okay, so I asked these questions at the beginning, which is why I'm asking them again. Uh-huh. So what's the difference between a light, medium, and a dark um, in terms of flavor and in terms of caffeine content? Um, well, it's just, you know, the time roasted is light, medium, dark. And there's a bunch of different levels um, of light, medium, and dark. And then at past dark, you have your espresso. And then mm-hmm. they have, like, different names, like Vienna roast and mm-hmm. French roast and city roast and all these things. But mm-hmm. 
generally speaking, you know, those are the average person is not going to notice the difference between those mm -hmm. um, because it's like light, medium, and dark, and then you have your subcategories like in between. Yeah, and unless you're very, very specific and drink it all the time and um, like compare them next to each other, you're not going to notice. Mm -hmm. uh, your light roast is going to have it's there's a reason why breakfast blends are a light roast usually. It has more caffeine. Mm -hmm. um, I used to compare it to cooking vegetables. Mm -hmm. um, like if you think about it, what gives you more nutrients from the vegetable? A raw vegetable or a steamed vegetable? A raw vegetable. Right. So the longer you cook something, you're like cooking off the nutrients. Mm -hmm. Now, you're not necessarily like getting, like dark roast still has caffeine, mm -hmm. but... Um, it cooks off some of it. So it's less caffeine yeah. potent. Mm-hmm. Than like a light um, but what you do get from the dark that people really love is they love that roasty coffee flavor it's more bold oh yeah so dark um, is my favorite by the way if you're listening dark yeah. is my absolute favorite and you also like it potent. oh I like, like it to be sludge <laughs> yeah. I want it to be like yeah burn your mouth that tastes so much like coffee type shit yeah um, and I, honestly that's why I love I love medium because I think it's the best of both worlds because mm -hmm. it gets enough of that uh, flavor profile of the dark but then I feel like it's more caffeinated little, so it's like kick at the you end. know yeah um, yeah a lot, of people, cool. a lot of people don't know that there's also um, there's a thing it's very very popular in Washington um, I plan on getting into it at some point but um, it's not practical right now there's a, a thing called white coffee Ooh. Uh, which is the lightest roast you can have to where it's like drinkable um, it is the most caffeinated. Some mm -hmm. people like research studies have like measured supposedly, uh, like three to four times the amount of caffeine. So like we used to give it to people and we would do a split shot when I was a barista in Washington, mm -hmm. we would do a split shot and like one shot of regular espresso and one shot of white coffee. Mm -hmm. And we'd be like, we're not going to give you a full white coffee right now because yeah. they'd be like tweaking. Like you like actually can get shaky and, um, yeah, it literally does not, um, it doesn't sell anywhere else but like Washington. Most people don't know about it, but you can't even grind it like in a home grinder because the bean is so, I don't want to say undercooked, but like lightly roasted that it's harder. And so you would break a grinder if you tried like doing it like at your, with your generic, like you mm -hmm. need like a heavy duty grinder for white coffee thing so if you ever buy like white coffee it's always gonna be pre-ground because they don't want you to try and grind it at home yeah I've never even heard of white coffee yeah most people haven't it's um it doesn't taste good <laughs> it's it tastes earthy is the word we used to describe it earthy um it honestly tastes like kind of like dirt yeah which is why you do like a, um you do um like I used to like white coffee or white chocolate like a white oh. coffee mocha. Um, yeah, you wouldn't drink it black. It's not good. Because yeah. it isn't black, it's white. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> stop it. So you have, uh, you, you have the three blends, uh, light, medium, and dark, and they have really cool names. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so she's just, her, her, her company is a total vibe. If you haven't heard of it or looked at it online, you need to go right now. It's not only is the name cool, but each individual name of her coffees is really cool. So I wanted to come up with names that were like, what's something that you say to someone like in a situation where you're like, 
like like let's go right mm -hmm. and so you would be like yo get some <laughs> <laughs> and then um because so, that's your light roast right that's a light roast uh -huh. that's like something like if someone's gonna maybe like hit a like a jump off of you know something with yeah a, with get some, some kind of automobile yeah you know get some <laughs> but then when someone's like i'm about to do something crazy you're like full send <laughs> <laughs> that's your medium that's the medium and then if you're like really like questioning life or death you're like fuck around find out man like let's do this <laughs> that's her bark <laughs> so you got full send uh fuck around find out and get some, get some. yeah yeah um I'm excited. My next roast that I plan to do is going to be a Texas roast. Ooh, a Texas roast. And I already got the name of it. Ooh. Do you want to preview it or are you keeping that secret? I mean, I'll keep it a secret. Keep it a secret. You got to keep you got to keep listening or keep checking uh, the website. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, that's really cool. Yeah. So, uh, which which one do you sell the most of? Uh, it's a toss up between the medium and the dark. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. They're both pretty good. Um, a lot of people will buy one of each of those. Um, some people do like try light, medium, and dark, mm -hmm. um, but there's just less people that I think like a lighter roast. Mm -hmm. um, um, if if somebody didn't like coffee, what would you recommend? Like if they're like, oh, that's all right, I don't like coffee. Like, w what would you recommend if to try to get into it? I mean, people look at. Have you ever heard that? Um, okay, I have a lot of tattoos. Mm -hmm. So when uh, when dudes see me, they're like, oh. Like, I don't have any tattoos. And they start giving me, like, these excuses. And, like, they feel, like, wrong or bad for not mm -hmm. having tattoos. I'm like, you know, not everyone has to have tattoos. Like, it's okay. I'm not judging you. Like, mm -hmm. they're not for everyone. I feel the same way about coffee. Mm -hmm. Like, people are like, oh, I don't like coffee. And I'm like, okay. Like, mm -hmm. you don't have to like coffee. Mm -hmm. I, if you don't like coffee, I suggest continue drinking what you're drinking now. Mm -hmm. But. If you're trying to get into it. If and you. Ease it. If you are not sure which blend to go with. If you wanted to buy one to taste it, I would recommend medium because it's got the, in my opinion, like the smoothest flavor profile mm -hmm. um, without being like too harsh of like dark, mm -hmm. right? Um, and if you don't like that, then I, I would honestly, some people say that they have stomach problems, uh, like basically like coffee will make them be on the toilet two minutes later. It's like yeah. acidic. It hurts their stomach. Mm -hmm. First of all, don't drink coffee on an empty stomach. Second of all, uh, try cold brew. You can make cold brew at home. Mm. You can buy cold brew pre-made at the store and see how it affects you before you buy a bag of coffee and make it on your own. But um, cold brew gets you like pumped up. I like I feel a lot of energy from cold brew. Love cold brew. Um, it hits different than a hot mm -hmm. coffee. Like hot coffee feels good and like I enjoy drinking it. It's mm -hmm. nostalgic. It's a good vibe, right? But um, cold brew just like I feel like it goes straight to your brain and it's less acidic because of the brewing process and so if you are saying you don't like coffee because of the stomach problems cold brew it up mm -hmm. that's it that's really cool yeah um so what are your what are your goals with the company so I'm like I am a hard charger groupie so <laughs> that's all right um Heart Charger has greatly benefited from Kimmy being a groupie <laughs> she's the number one fan <laughs> Um, my goals are to, uh, basically I want to inspire people that feel like they are stuck, um, in their career path or like they're not contributing that they can, they can, uh, impact their community. They can do something different. They can try something out mm -hmm. and 
give it their best shot and and just try it out like it's not something worth being afraid over mm-hmm. um i also want to be kind of like a beacon of light for patriotism in this country mm-hmm. like i we've talked about it before back on like the fourth of july podcast patriotism like podcast, yeah yeah and so it's called united we stand yes. if you want to go back and listen to that one um i have always been known as the girl that like loves everything freedom and i mean my dog's name is america like I just, I love this country mm-hmm. and I want to see more people succeed. I want to see people going after their goals. I want to see the American dream come to life. It is out there and people just aren't seeing it anymore. They're distracted by social media, the news, politics, like bullshit, drama, whatever. And I want people to like go after shit. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, and part of the reason I started this company was to show that to my niece. Mm-hmm. You know, like I want her to see me do it. And know that she can do it too. Yeah. Not the same exact thing, but whatever it is that she wants, I want her to know that she can go after it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much, I mean, who knows what else will come out of it, but. Yeah. I think you've done an amazing work. You started in June and you've, you know, done crazy shit with that company since then. And I'm really proud of you. Thanks, but um, you said at the beginning, at the beginning of this, rolling back to uh, the reason we started this stuff, you said you downplayed it a lot. You said like a lot of your friends didn't, like, didn't yeah. even know you had the company. Yeah. So I made a hard charger Instagram page mm-hmm. and you know, I've been working hard on like putting some cool reels on there. Mm-hmm. And You're stuff. hip. You're so hip. I'm trying to, trying to blend in <laughs> influencers. <laughs> um, no, I just like I try and, not, I don't want to be like sell, 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 but I also like want people to know what I'm doing and like, um, just kind of have an awareness and a presence. Mm-hmm. And that's part of a company is building your brand. But what I've done is I've done so much work on the hard charger page, but my personal page doesn't have much on there. Like mm-hmm. it says at the top, but like, I don't straight up tell people. Mm-hmm. Um, but everybody that I, that knows me, they're like, Oh yeah. So you're into fitness. And I'm like, yes, I am. But, like, that's not my job. That's not my passion right Mm -hmm. now. Like, that's just something that I do. Um, But people don't know that I have this company. Like, I'm talking, you know, like, my mom's, like, like long-term best friend. Mm -hmm. I don't even know if she, you know, that's like my, what is it called? Uh, Godmother? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't even know if she has, like, any, you know, like, just people that, like, you know, family. Mm -hmm. um, I know, like, a certain obviously a lot of people do know but there's so many people yeah. i went to an event like over the summer and um someone who i'm friends with on social media was like oh like, i didn't even know that you had a thing and i was like dude <laughs> like what and that's my fault because i don't i don't um i don't talk about it as much it feels weird uh i've told you this before but when i quit my job in healthcare i like got a big I took a big hit to my confidence Mm -hmm. at like part of who I was was I was an x-ray tech Mm -hmm. which is silly because like why is our career define us Mm. right it does it does yeah and so you know I left that gig and I started at the freaking bottom and now I just feel like yeah, like I have a, I have this company and I want to tell people about it, obviously, mm-hmm. but I feel almost like embarrassed. Oh, I don't know if it's imba- like it's so small. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know a lot about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't 
do a lot of things you know people are asking me for k-cups like i'm not gonna have that you yeah. know or like I, it's not something i ever want at this point in time but like i'm just i'm i'm uh i'm doing things differently and i'm i'm very small and new still mm-hmm. so i just it feels really weird and it feel i feel awkward talking about it yeah so i think that's why we're talking about it here because one this podcast uh-huh. we started just because you it's literally called start to be great you know yeah. like you have to start and do scary shit and be bad at it until you're good at it yeah and i think one you're not bad at it and so i want everybody to know about your coffee because not only is it a wonderful company with wonderful morals it's actually fantastic fucking coffee um so i think you should talk about it more and i think that um we're done downplaying it yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's hard. No, but like honestly, that's that's one of the reasons like why um, I started was because I was not only procrastinating, but I had the fear of starting. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I have so much I need to learn first mm-hmm. before I do it. And I was like, I'm not ready. And I told myself that for a while. And I was like, dude, I need to freaking jump out of this airplane and put my parachute on as I'm falling. Like that's otherwise I'm going to stay up there and get more and more scared and never jump. Yeah. And so that is kind of like the premise of the name of this podcast as well. Like you literally just have to throw yourself out there and just try it. Yeah. Be scared and do it anyway. Right. Exactly. So as a small business owner going into the holiday season, how are, how are you going to get your name out there and how can people support you as a small business going into the holidays? Um, well, I'm going to just, I mean, I'll answer that from me, but like this can be applied to any business. Um, I realize that not everyone has funds or desire to drink, you know, coffee. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, so I get that. And there's so many other ways to support small Mm -hmm. businesses. Um, if you were on social media, sharing their content, telling people about it. Um, a lot of people these days, like for me, for example, like I don't just have coffee. I have stickers. I have shirts. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm working on other things, um, because I realize not everyone likes coffee and I'm not mm-hmm. going to try and force coffee down their throat. Mm-hmm. But, um, I know some people that literally only like, uh, decaf and I don't have decaf yet mm-hmm. and they're rocking my shirt because they support me. And like, you know. I don't think that everybody has to do that, but like if you if you have the means to do it for your friends, like mm-hmm. find a way. Um, but like you said, even just talking about it to others, being like, "Hey, it. my friend has this coffee company, and you like coffee, like you should yeah. try them out." Yeah, um, yeah, like networking for people. Mm-hmm. Um, like for example, I used this analogy earlier. If I had um, a really hot single friend, mm-hmm. and I knew another person, then I thought they were a perfect match. Would I or would I not try and hook them up mm-hmm. uh, to go on a date? Yeah. I totally would. I'd be like, dude, you guys need to meet. Yeah. Like, so if if I know that, like, for example, now that I know that you are looking for, or you have a friend that has candles, like, mm-hmm. you know, anytime in my head that I'm like, ooh, someone needs candles, I'm going to be like, yo, what's that person's, like, mm-hmm. want to get from them? Um, you just kind of, like networking for people Mm -hmm. so like even though you may not want that thing like if you hear someone or or if you want to even be the one that suggests it yeah um you know i have a lot of people at uh i have a lot of firefighter friends Mm -hmm. and you know they're trying to buy it for their firehouses because they literally pull together money for their coffee and Mm -hmm. so that like 
I like fire Elio and um, veterans kind of all like support each other. You know, it's just a thing. Yeah, it's like an unwritten code. gang gang. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, you don't have to spend the money if you don't have money to spend. Like, like that's fine. But like telling someone about it, sharing things. Honestly, like this morning, um, I had uh, an old gunny message me, and uh, he literally just messaged me and told me that he was proud of me and what I've been doing. Oh. And like, he did not spend a dime on my product, and I don't even care. Like, telling me that he supported me was awesome. Like, it's just nice to know that, like, I haven't talked to him in years. Mm -hmm. Like, I got out of the Marine Corps in 2010, mm -hmm. and I've maybe, you know, stayed in contact on like Facebook and stuff forever, but like, Maybe I talked to him on the Marine Corps birthday a couple years ago. Like, that's mm -hmm. it. And But he sees what I'm doing, and he felt the need to, like, say that, and that, that meant a lot. So yeah, those are ways that you can help people without spending your dollars if you don't have those to spend. Yeah. So pulling this back, so we're talking about shopping small today. One thing that I wanted to talk about um, that I have, like, a major problem with Ooh, yeah. um, is... <laughs> just say it. Just get it. Okay, so if you have a friend that has a company, why do you ex ex expect... A discount from them yeah it's 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 i'm anti-discounts for your friends companies basically it's like we both are i Driving like my, my thing is so you're expecting this smallest company to give you a break on the price but you go to like a huge name brand and you're gonna pay full price for them like why would you not why would you want to support this humongous name 100 and want to support your friends 50 percent? i know i i literally sense. i don't understand and i i mean I do it all the time too, like with my friends and like with like my own shit, I'll be like, oh, you know, don't worry about it. Or, oh, you know, like expect like giving out like discounted rates or something. Yeah. Um, and then like if it's offered, that's awesome. But like people that expect it, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm not here for it. Yeah, no, it drives me crazy. Um, I have had the experience of having now you're like my second close friend that I've had with a service type of business. Mm -hmm. And I've watched people try and take advantage of you and they were trying to do it to her. She was a massage therapist and mm -hmm. it drives me insane. And I feel like, I feel like I get more pissed sometimes than y'all <laughs> do because I'm like, dude, no, like put a boundary up. Like, <laughs> um, mm -hmm. I mean, I lived with that girl for three years and mm -hmm. I paid for two massages from her. I mm -hmm. never took one for free. Yeah. And I tipped her based on the full price, even though she forced a friends and family mm -hmm. on me. But I still, I, I didn't make appointments with her because I didn't want her to hook me up. Yeah. You know, I felt bad. I'm like, dude, that's your time. And I value it. Yeah. And she, even though like, I understand, but it like, I just, I know people take advantage of that. Yeah. And I think with me, like, like with like being a service type thing, it's a little easier for me to justify a discount because it is just my time. Like with my friends that have like actual, like you paid money for that, like, like actual yeah. goods and services, it's easier for me to be like, no, like I like a one, I'm at least paying for the money you spent on it. Right. The cost. Yeah. The cost um, of it. But I also know. like, I want to support you fully. I want you to make money. I want you to be better for this. You look at like, I'm trying to think of like, what's it, what's a celebrity that has like, like, like say you're gonna do like Kim Kardashian. I don't yeah. know. She has like what the shapewear or whatever. You're gonna spend yeah. however much and not expect Dude. a discount from her, and she's making millions, yeah. billions of does dollars. Does not need any does more money. Does not need a disc. Like like does not need that. <laughs> but then like they look at like a shirt online for. I don't even know how much your shirts cost. Uh, my shirts right now are like thirty or thirty five. Yeah, it's cheap, right? So like they well they, they're made in America for fucking starters. Yeah. And yeah. I was kind of educating people on this because like people don't even understand 
Um, okay, so we just read uh, last month the Eric Thomas book. Yeah. Eric Thomas, E.T. the Hip Hop Preacher. If you don't know who he is, look him up. He's awesome. Yeah. Um, he does a lot of motivational speaking for young athletes and students. Um, he has a book. And he, I went to his website and I looked at – he has a shirt – and it was uh, 40 or $45, mm-hmm. and it said UOU, which is the name of the shirt. The book. Oh, I'm sorry. The book, yeah. yeah. Um, it was like 40 or $45 mm-hmm. for a t-shirt. It was not made in America. Yeah. I guarantee you he bought uh, at least 1000 probably 15000 mm-hmm. which means they were likely $8 a shirt. Mm-hmm. And he's charging more than I charge. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, and people have no problem paying for it. Yeah. Because it like, it's the, you know, and so people, I, you know, I heard that guy like a couple weeks ago and he's like, I would never spend this much on a shirt. And I'm just like, dude, you don't understand. Like, I'm not making that much money off of it. <laughs> if I did, uh, I, you know, wouldn't be broke as fuck. <laughs> because you're, because you're buying from American sources and yes. you're getting designs that you have to pay for. Like there's yeah. just so many costs that go into it that I don't even think about. Like you have to, to pay for the artwork per shirt and you have to pay yeah. for the actual shirt itself. And then you have to pay for everything, like everything like developmental that goes into this shirt. Yeah. And I'm not buying it in bulk. So there's price breaks when you buy more. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, when you buy only 25 to 50, I think 74 was the price break. Um, it, then it drops down to like the American made shirts for like one of the shirts I made, um, was going to be like $14 a shirt mm-hmm. at 74. But other than that, I was paying like 17 or something like yeah. that. And that was not including, that was a reprint of design so that I didn't charge extra for like the design work mm-hmm. on it and stuff like that. Um, but the last one I did was a brand new design. Yeah. And that's why it was more expensive was because... You have to pay the artist to actually draw the design. Yeah. And so there's just a lot that goes into it and it's mm-hmm. crazy. Um, yeah. Watching you do this, I'm like, there's so much that goes into having a small business that I didn't even like know about. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. And the shipping too is wild. Um, I feel like a lot of people have not bought my coffee because the shipping is expensive. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is the shipping prices are set by... Um, USPS mm-hmm. like I don't I don't make it um, these companies that are more established mm-hmm. can offer flat rates or free shipping over so much cost or whatever mm-hmm. and at some point I would love to do that but right now, I'm, not I'm, I'm not able to well the thing is is it's and like free shipping it's not free mm-hmm. their product is so overpriced that they're offering you free shipping so that you buy the product mm-hmm that's it's literally like a marketing ploy. Mm-hmm. So like, sure, I could start selling shirts forty dollars a pop and offer free shipping. Does that make it better? Mm. It's just, it's just. Um, I'm. I guess the way that I'm doing it currently is it's more honest about which part goes to the shirt and which part goes to the shipping and the other just other costs of <laughs> and, business. Yeah. Yeah, and so like the reality is, is that it's nothing is free. Someone's paying for it. It just, mm-hmm. if you're getting free shipping or flat rate or discounted shipping, it just mm-hmm. means that they're making enough money off of their product that they can pay that shipping for you because yeah. it's not free. I think all of it just comes down to changing your mindset around where you're spending your money and just being cognizant of, of like who's actually getting the profit for it. Yeah. Like, would you rather like support someone, you know, or support some random huge company? Right. 
I know, and we were talking, like, I don't know about you, but I've bought a lot of stuff off of um, Etsy. Mm-hmm. Etsy is a great uh, place to find small business owners as well. Um, actually, I have my coffee's on Etsy as well. Oh, is it? Cool. I, yeah, I put it on there because I was like, you know, it's another avenue. Um, but, yeah, it's there's a lot of cool stuff out there. And I don't know. I think that we, as a culture, are so wrapped up in getting like brand name stuff Mm -hmm. like i want to get a nike hoodie Mm -hmm. you know it's like cool you're gonna spend 60 dollars on a nike hoodie but you don't want to spend you know 60 dollars on uh you know i bought a really nice uh american-made hoodie from a coffee company viking coffee company up in michigan Mm -hmm. it's like 75 dollars. i pre-ordered it and it'll wait a long time for it it's one of my favorite hoodies of all time. Yeah. It's so comfy. And, like and I felt good yeah. doing it. Like you were talking about earlier, you're like, everybody wants to buy the hot new thing, but like blank, 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 blank. And it's like, I, I understand that because, of course, I like name brand things and, and like expensive things. Not not expensive, but like uh, ex- expensive brands type shit. Like, but like you're, quality. Yeah, quality. Right. So like I have a MacBook and you're like, all right, you, you can't buy a MacBook from, you know, local, but you can, <laughs> right. but like, you're like, you can go on Etsy to buy the case, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. Just being like, not saying that you have to buy all your shit from like local source, but like just, even if it's just accessories or even if it's just thinking smaller, like just think about what you're buying. I honestly, I'd be happy if this podcast encouraged one person to buy one product from a small company. Mm-hmm. Like, we are our own community and mm-hmm. we are the only ones responsible for making changes. And if that's one person, one present at a time, I'll take it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I am trying to be more conscious about the things that I'm buying. And I realize that not everyone gives a shit. Yeah. Honestly, like I don't care. I mean, I, I do, but like, ass not in my control. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. About it. <laughs> but I'm, yeah, so we're talking we're talking a lot about shopping for holidays and it's just I'm like really fucking excited for Christmas. Are you? I am. I, I mean, love I love, I love, I love Christmas. Mm-hmm. Like like way too much. Like I walked in today and you were putting up Christmas stuff and yeah. I was like, fuck yeah, like this is the <laughs> energy I want to start today with. You had Christmas tunes playing and oh, yeah. it's just like, oh yeah. Um God, what is uh Christmas in Hollis, H O L L I S. It's a Pandora station. Thank me later. It is like <laughs> the best like hip hop and like all these Christmas songs ever. I love it. I love Christmas music, but I am I am one of those people that listens to Christmas before. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, no, you know, judge me if you want. We're but. on the same team. I'm excited for Christmas as well. Um, mm-hmm. I also, you know, um, I want to spend less time focusing on um, the gift part of Christmas mm-hmm. and more time focusing on the like kind of like you were saying like experience and activities and, and um that's why i bought the uh the elf elf on the shelf elf on the shelf this year mm-hmm. i'm excited because it starts soon yeah and so um i just like i want it to be like a memorable memorable time yeah like oh remember christmas 2022 mm-hmm. that was fun that was fun right? <laughs> yeah because the thing is like christmas is so christmas and holidays in general it's just so commercialized it's so much about the stuff you buy you know yeah. and it's like i 
I was talking about this earlier. I said my favorite gifts to receive are experiences. Um, for my birthday this year, Anna bought me a, uh, a breathing class that we went to together. It was like guided breathing. Hippie shit. Hippie, I, it's, shit. Hey, I'm into it. I, I, don't, even, I don't even care. Um, and But that's the thing. It's like it was really thoughtful because I had been talking about wanting to do it and thought like been talking about wanting to like be more in tune with my body. And that's like something that can help and, and we, something we could do together. So like mm-hmm. experiences were really awesome. And we were able to support. We went to lizard yoga in um, Austin. Yeah. And it was just cool. We got to, we got to meet new people. Um, and we, we met like a really cool instructor that we saw later at other events. And it was just a really cool, really cool activity that we could do together. Um, yeah. but I also, I just love like the things that go along with Christmas. Like, like you said, you like go to tree farm and cut down trees and, mm-hmm. and like, I, you, I'm a basic bitch with a fake tree. Um, but I'm really <laughs> excited to put it up. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about decorating. I'm excited about just all the stuff you get to do. Like, yeah. Christmas cookie decorating and like I I do all the things all of it I think it's cool because you know not everyone um grew up with Christmas as like a positive uh memory and in fact I didn't have I never really had great Christmases Mm -hmm. to be honest with you but my mom did so she worked so hard she literally like worked every every single Christmas Mm -hmm. um and uh so she'd be gone before we woke up and we would beg her on the phone to let us open at least the um, stockings. Mm-hmm. So she would let us do that over the phone. But then we had to wait all day until she got home from work. Mm-hmm. Like, just me and my sisters. <laughs> so we didn't have, like, any, like, fun family stuff. Like, it was just never anything really cool. But she did so good at, like, making when she was there, like, being um, a good feeling. You yeah. know what I mean? And I think that the cool thing that people don't understand is as you become an adult you get to choose what your own traditions are and change your story about what christmas means to you like so if you didn't have a good christmas like make it one yeah start over create it to be whatever the hell you want it to be exactly make it not about gifts make it about cooking together with your family or like singing songs or reading or watching movies or whatever you want to do like that's my yeah. thing. I Making I just traditions. I just like that when you're around Christmas, like it's like a, a systemized feeling of uh, giving to others. Like mm. even if like I get it, it's pretty good commercial scheme, you know, to to, to make buy. it to buy. But like it's just even if even if you take that as what it is, like Christmas is commercialized now. I like that it's one time of the year when everybody, whether you want to or not, you, you feel the need to think about others. Yeah, that's true. It's it's like a forced time to stop and be like, hey, yeah, don't be a bitch. You know? <laughs> and you don't yeah. have to. I mean, you, I mean, a lot of people don't even, you know, they don't celebrate Christmas and they don't do a bunch of stuff. But um, I do. I, I, Christmas is my favorite holiday. So yeah, hands down. It's, it's really, really fun. What's up? What's a gift that you got this year that you really like, that you liked a lot? Do you have one? That I got this year? Or just in general? Well, it's not Christmas yet. Well, just a gift. I talked about my birthday. Oh, you know, um, I um, got, my. I think my favorite gift is like, is a silly gift because I haven't even used it. Mm-hmm. But um, it was so thoughtful. Like I said something, I told a story about a situation that happened to me Mm -hmm. and okay i'll just i'll just tell it so i am the like last person in the world that still uses cds (laughs) (laughs) i'll admit it i have cd cases in my car um and every once in a while i'll just put on like cds i'm a very big like nostalgic person Mm -hmm. so like hybrid theory 
Sometimes I just want to listen to it like in order because I know exactly what song comes next. Mm -hmm. It makes me feel good. And so I went to um, the Blink-182 concert. They used to be like one of my favorite bands. They Mm -hmm. still are, but um, their new concert was so good. I took Summer to it. And they gave us a CD with the concert. Mm -hmm. And so when I traded in my last Subaru for my new one, it was in my car. I didn't take it out. Like in the CD player? In the CD player because I was listening to it. Mm -hmm. And so I left it at the dealership. And mind you, um, I was moving into a new house. Like this was all like... At the same time, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like it was a lot going in, going on that time. So I didn't have time to go to the dealership to go pick up a CD. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I was like, I really want it. Like, mm-hmm. and I was sad about it. And I obviously like, I, st- it, I still think about it. It was like three years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, uh, so I had uh, my boyfriend got me that CD for my birthday. Just because you told him the story? Because I told him the story like months prior. Mm-hmm. Like didn't even think too thoughts about it. And it's so silly. It's like a $15 present, you know, or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, and again, like I haven't um, necessarily like listened to it a whole bunch. I do. And mm-hmm. I have I have Spotify. Like I could literally listen to it anytime I want. Um, I'm calling bullshit because I ride in the car with you a lot. <laughs> and when you got that CD, we listened to that CD for two straight weeks. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> two weeks. That's true. <laughs> you do. You do know the CD now. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I just, I like having it. It was a really good gift. I like the thoughtful ones. Like to me that it showed me that he would like listened yeah. and like pay attention. And he like knows me well enough to know that that would be important. Like I like legit, like had a tear come to my eye. When I, opened it. I was like, Oh my God, I'm not going to cry over a CD right now. But like, that was super thoughtful. Yeah. That's I love that. Um, well, just to wrap things up, we, we talked about small business today because one, you own a small business. And if you haven't tried uh, her coffee and you like coffee, you should check out her website. What is it? It's the hardchargercoffee.com. Cool. Yeah. So check out her website. Um, ask your friends, you know, like if they have businesses or if they know of local businesses that you they would recommend. Just, you know, be aware of what's available for you. Um, yeah. And just do your best to make a conscious effort. You know, like if there's ways you can support people, why not? Yeah. Why not? Why not? Um, all right. Well, I want to say from both of us thank you for listening and mm-hmm. uh we hope that you go do hard shit this week and also check out your local farmer's market <laughs> um <laughs> jinx uh check out our instagram page please it is start to be great podcast and uh my personal page um i have a multiple right now because instagram decided that it wanted me to have my instagram back so right now my personal page is kimmy k-i-m-m-i-e underscore croson c-r-o-s-o-n um and uh don't worry about the other one because it doesn't matter anymore (laughs) we will uh post this podcast uh um tomorrow for us but um we post every monday at 6 a.m why so early because we're fucking sharks and sharks don't give a damn that is monday 